Holy Spirit, I want to greet the white differently. I'm always saying, hey, Buka, hey, what's up, sweetheart? I love you, DJ, Dwight. <laughs> but I rarely say DJ. You don't really hear me say DJ. So I want an introduction I never have given you in such a way to greet you. And Holy Spirit is saying to me, tell the white to open up the door. Knock, knock, knock. Open up the door, Dwight. Look out the people. Open up the door. I'm outside the door. Let me in. Let me in, Dwight. I'm outside the door. I'm outside the door. <laughs> Go figure. I'm outside the door. Let me in. Mm-hmm. I want you to really gravitate to what I mean. When Holy Ghost had me to say, open up the door. Your faith lets me walk right on it. Open up the door. <laughs> Father God, I thank you so much for such a time as this. I lift up Dwight and his restaurant. I thank you that it continue to prosper, his business. Continue to prosper in all that he does. I lift up the menu that it continue to expand. Continue to impact in people's lives. Because every recipe, it demonstrates, it describes, it has people to encounter the fruits of the Spirit. There is love in his recipes, joy, peace, patience, and kindness, generosity, gentleness, faithfulness, and self-control regarding every customer that comes in that restaurant. I lift up the cash register. It will never come up short. There will never be a robbery, a fire, nothing hazardous, no lawsuits. I lift up the utilities. They will always be paid, not to be shut off, not to be cut off. That you continue to pass every inspection, lift up the food and all the other merchandise, continue to prosper. They continue to be a healthy, safe, enjoyable environment for all people because all people are welcome. Great customer service in his place. I thank you for everybody who works there. Continue to work together. Great teamwork. Customer service skills. Professionalism. No one's calling out on time. If not early. And coming to release Serving the people and go home. No gossiping. No mouthing off. No calling out. No forms of deception in his place. 
Every customer will encounter God. Your place is blessed. And I declare and decree favor over your restaurant, over your business. It's not about culture, the white. It's about kingdom. That's not the only place you're going to have. Because you don't just cook Caribbean food. You're not just a Caribbean cook. You can cook Russian. You can cook Asian. You can cook European. You can cook Italian, which is in Europe. You can cook North American, South American, Australian. Because you receive downloads from God. On earth as it is in heaven. And God is down low in deposit on the inside of you. You are very good with Italian. God saying to me, this is the Holy Spirit. Saying that you can make a great pizza from scratch. And God saying when you when you cook, please excuse that. God says when you cook, you believe in going above and beyond. You don't short nobody their quantity. If this, you understand, a meat tray, a food tray, or pizza with ingredients or toppings, you're going to fill it up. You're not going to short nobody no cheese, short nobody no meat. You go above and beyond. You are a man that many would say, and they could be jokingly saying it, you don't have to do all that, Dwight, about anything you do. Dwight always got to go above and beyond. You always try to outdo somebody. It's not that. You love to serve. And you believe in going above and beyond. And God said, your pizza is very rich in flavor. Very rich in toppings, cheese, sauce, everything from scratch. God said, your spaghetti is amazing because it comes from him. No matter people put sugar in it or without sugar. Amazing. God said your pastry, like your buns that you make in the oven. Mm, very, very soft. Very soft. Melt in your mouth. God said your fish. Mm, from the kingdom. Everything you make, you do it rich, even a burger. You can slice up a hot dog. You can slice up chicken noodle soup and turn it into a fobo. You can use something that seems like nothing and make it into something that's voila. You're very creative. You have different food establishments. You can make subs, very fresh, very meaty. You good with drinks, refreshing drinks. Mm, mm, mm. You can make a pie. You can make anything. All you have to do is see 
their ingredients and see the picture of whatever you never fix and you always add your kick to it. That's what Holy Ghost is using me to say. What I never encountered from you before. How would I know unless Holy Spirit speak for me? You understand? You are very good. And you know what? You become polished every day. One thing you're not going to do, you're not going to go around and ask people for their opinions about what God called you to do. Because that can handicap you. That can rob you. They can call you to become hesitant. They can call you, cause you to be, you understand, not confident. Because some can give you great advice. And some advice is actually criticism. And it's not even honest criticism. You don't want to leave an open door for somebody to walk in where your emotions are. And try to tear them down. Because to some people, it's never going to be enough for them. So you cannot short yourself from only depending on Holy Ghost. Because Holy Holy Ghost is going to tell you what to add, what to subtract. When to take your food off, when to put it on. It's not done yet. Wait. Holy Spirit knows exactly what to do. I keep saying the house for you. Mm-mm-mm. And they are different. You have multiple homes. <laughs> Every house God showed me about you is different. But the one I seen this morning, I saw the inside a little bit. It had wooden floors. Wax very nice. But you may add carpet. I don't know. Yeah. When I see this building, it looks like it's Montessori. Hmm. I don't know. You are a great chef from God. And you're not just a chef. You are a designer. You don't just design clothes and fabrics. You design products. You design merchandise. You can make a vase and design it. The color, the texture. You design logos. You can even describe what you want your design to look like with someone do to you. Like your hairstyles. You design areas in your home. Home economical designing. Mm -hmm. You are very well. And God showed me games for you. Like video games. You could design games. Graphical designer. You have a lot coming out of you. Yeah. Mm -mm -mm. 
God using me as a woman to build up your confidence. Because you know that you have it. But when you are giving advice so much and criticize about every little thing sometimes, it can have you to close up and shut down. And you need to stay open and be loud without even talking. Yes. And that's why God has me to be a blessing to you. And you bless me. You teach me about decency and an order. God use you to teach me about the biblical side of things. It's not about image when it comes to presentation, but don't forget we are in the image of God at the same time and represent that. I have a lot of help from your end in the kingdom, being elegant. And guess what I receive? Some pearls, a set of pearls. And you know why it's so amazing to me? Because I always wanted for, I always had a vision of my grandmother putting some pearls around my neck because I used to always look at her jewelry box, but I could never put her stuff on or I would get in trouble. I would just look at it and be like, well, I cannot wait to give me some jewelry like that. How did your aunt in the kingdom know that? I used to feel some type of way. Why do you keep doing everything? My aunt not doing anything. And it's not that. It is not that. She initiates a lot. Wow. I said, did you own a pair of pearls and like some pearl earrings? Because she surely supernaturally put a set on me. Yeah, beautiful. You know, some traditions women keep, there's something called something old, something new, something borrowed, something blue, something like that. Just a tradition. But that's not what we've done in this, this atmosphere when I seen this earlier. It was just like a moment of just receiving the pearls and the earrings I always wanted to be placed around my neck. And that's what happened. And I'm only sharing that with you. And that's all I'm going to say about that. You have a lot of, you know, designs coming from you. You design all kinds of things. You could design furniture. Mm. You are a painter. You know, um, I know you like green. How much do you like green? We'll talk about that. 
your painter. I'm going to get a large canvas. I mean, I'm going to get a canvas like the size of a wall. And I just want you and me and my son to do an art project. Everybody own unique style on this large canvas because every member that's added, they gonna add in their part in the portrait. I wanna do that. I'm gonna do the base of the picture. You guys fill it in. And then every member add in, add in, add in. Trust me, it's gonna be a beautiful art piece. It's gonna be funny too, because you're gonna know who did what. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. Father, I thank you for Dwight's place where he stays at. I thank you right now, Father, for the rent or mortgage that he pays that he always have. Never be evicted. I thank you, God, for his utilities being paid, his car note being paid, gas being paid for. His car will never break down. Thank you, God, for the insurance that he has. Thank you, God, for his health. No negative doctor's reports. I thank you, God, for his mental health, his emotional health. Thank you, God, physical health. I thank you, God, for Dwight Martin. I thank you for the clothes on his back and the shoes on his feet, the food in his fridge, God. Thank you for providing for him like you do. Protect him like you do. He go in, he come out. I thank you that he's not walking in depression, loneliness, sadness, or lust, God. Thank you. And patience, being anxious. When you say be anxious for nothing, thank you, God. Listen to the Holy Ghost. Everything only goes out to say to you. You have music coming out of you, your own style. Mm. I'm excited. So you're a junior. Your father's name is Dwight, too. He's Dwight Senior. The C stands for Curtis, Christopher, Shine. I don't know. <laughs> and you're going to have another DJ. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know, starting <clears throat> a bloodline due to a patriarch. Yeah. Every first male would be that junior. That's what said to me. Yeah. Mm hmm. I thank God for the legacy of a name. And not just a name, a legacy of, you know, love, a legacy of togetherness, a legacy of the word, a legacy of, you know, things left behind. A legacy of things that will never perish. I 
thank God for that. I'm excited for what God is doing in you right now. I lift up your life and you continue to prosper, be in good health, even as your soul prospers the way. I lift up your family. I declare family restoration. No competing, no comparing in the bloodline. Let everybody get along. You know what God is saying to me? That your family have grew up on a lot of values and a lot of traditional values that you, you guys used to do a lot of. And it has nothing to do with, you know, the word, Bible. Your family knows Bible. I'm just going to say it just like that in that text context. Your family knows Bible very well. And a lot of, you know, values and different things that you guys followed as a family will never be forgotten. It doesn't matter if you meet up at this house every Sunday or you guys come together every summer. Some things you may not have done in a while, but none of you all will forget that it was always done. Hallelujah. A lot of things change. You know, when your grandmother went home, Holy Spirit is saying to me, and God is restoring everything. God said, your family, they feel like we can do things amongst each other, but nobody else can do some of the things that we do towards each other. Let somebody else try to argue with one of us. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Mm-hmm. Holy Spirit says to white family, very sweet, very festive, very courageous, love God. Very family-oriented. And they take it very serious when it comes to a family member. Even if they don't get along with that family member, that's still family. For an outsider to mess with the blood, that's a difference. Yeah. This ring is so beautiful. This woman has went shopping because God has put in her heart. Yeah. I thank God for everything. I thank God that you are my ring. You are my token of devotion and commitment. Do I? Yeah. I thank God for you so much. I want you to go home and relax, Dwight. Just relax. I know you live alone. I know it's not easy. You come home and do what? Cook? And then do what? Play the game? I want you to really just, you know, seek Holy Spirit as to what to do sometimes. Because it could be so easy to deny the opportunity to be lonely. I felt it come from you. Every time you was sighing without even aware, I felt it. Pouting without even being aware you're pouting. You know, like, I want Quenisha in my life now. I want that excitement of her being in my life. Now, my life is exciting, but her at it will really put the ice on the cake. I feel like that with you, too. And I cannot walk around like that neither with you. Because my son picked it up, and he was like, you know, I don't need anyone to leave me. What are you going to do? Like, are you going to sit around and, and cry for Dwight? Because I be hearing you, even though you don't think I do. 
He's not going to say that, but I felt it from him. Yeah, I did. You think your children not listening? Oh, they listening. So I had to cut that out. Remember that episode that I made called Farewell? I was like, back, back, back it up. Back it up on that man. Because <laughs> I'm going to tell you something. God never told me that he would fill me up with being in love and releasing attraction. You know, the love is spirit, soul, and body that I would want to engage but renew my mind and continue to have my body holy and presentable until the time. Because when we talk about sexual acts, the first thing we think about is worldly. The second thing we think about is fornication. But God created that. That doesn't belong to the world. No matter what the enemy used people to do prematurely. No, that form of affection belongs to God. Because he created us and he created us to do that, to glorify him. And he taught me the significance of why he have us to kiss. That form of affection to join lips itself. I'm trying to tell you, I was like, wow. I mean, can I do that now, God? I mean, mm, to this man. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I thank God for me talking through it. Being honest with myself, being mindful what to say, by renewing my mind. Because at first I was like, you know what, Dwight? I don't care. Yes, I want you. Yes, I'm horny. Okay. I was like, yes. Okay. Wanna hear that? Don't have no singles meeting. My face look like this. Want some? <laughs> yeah. Oh no, I don't want you, DJ. Oh, sorry, I hit the wall. I'm telling you, I couldn't, I ain't know what to do. No. I never felt attracted before. I never felt none of that. No. Never in my life I felt that. I was like, God, how are you going to do me like that? How are you going to have me to feel all these ways and then keep increasing the fire and tell me to stir myself up to renew my mind? And my body is going alongside what you're saying to me. I'm a three-part being. I can't need a body. <laughs> Continue to minister to yourself. That's how you get to know yourself, by talking to yourself, knowing what to say to you. I said, okay, God. And I started saying, Quenisha, look at me, Quenisha. <laughs> look, look at yourself. You're going to be all right, girl, okay? You can't back, back, back it up right now, girl. <laughs> you can't back it up with that mask. Like, <laughs> oh, God. Okay, oh, God. Nene, I'm just joking, you know. <laughs> You got to have fun with this. And I'm having fun with you. See, you feel better when you can, you know, express and still, you understand, continue to grow and learn at the same time because you feel the same way. Don't play because you wake me up plenty of times. I'm like, wow, do I? Shh. Shh. <laughs> calm it down. Yeah. One time I was like, no, I'm not calming him down, God. No, I want to feel what he's feeling. Yeah. I never told you that. God said, Quenisha, pray for him. I don't pray what? That he stayed like that? Because I wanted to feel it. I want to feel it. God said, Quenisha, pray for him. You know, pray for his emotions, his thoughts. I don't want to. I want to keep him like that right now. Yeah, I liked it a lot. But I'm afraid I did. Because it wasn't helping me. No. 
I was filling your in. You were thinking about me a lot. Wonder anytime you wonder about me, pray for me. Your love for me itself is very loud. Your love is very loud, way, and mine is loud right along with you. But what's so amazing is that my volume is with you. The one is for God me to prepare with this way. There is nobody else to hear how I'm feeling about you. For those who doesn't know me, who God will have to tune in if He let them tune in, allow it. There are times God would not allow no one to tune in but you and whoever you have to share with. But you have a lot of people that knows what's going on. And I'm like, wow, God showed me a keyhole. Open up the door, Dwight. Open up the door. I'm at the door. Mm, I'm right there. I'm that close to you. And it's not that I'm coming to you. You open the door. How God have you to. When it's time for you to, God's sending you back to me, presenting everything back to me. And how he used you to do it, how he used you to do it. I'm not going to ever assume, because I used to assume in the beginning, this going to be our year. This going to be the month. This going to be, yeah, this, this. And it wasn't. I learned how to be quiet and wait. I didn't know that you can wait and feel all these ways. I was like, God, how can you have me to being your will and be turned on by this man and have to wait. How can you ever have me like that? I didn't know how to I didn't know how to do anything with that. No. Because I never ever thought I could ever feel that way. I was the one say, get away from me. I hate that. Get away. Hate everything about uh physical encounter. Because it wasn't you. Because it wasn't you. The spiritual intimacy, that's what do it for me, Dwight. When I see you, the spiritual intimacy is on the rise. Everything about you on the inside, especially your weaknesses. I'm in love. I'm overflowing with that because of impartation, because of growth, because of not being a know-it-all. Yeah. I thank God you're not controlling. I thought you were controlling, Dwight. It wasn't that. It was just that you wanted me to really see what was going on and just, you know, I get it. I get it. Yeah. I think I, in the future, just imparting to some singles, you know, women. Because many times we... We think, oh, if we just don't talk about things, we're just handling it so well. No, behind the four walls of our home, we are really going through it. God showed me a flamingo. We are really going through it for many of us. We talking about it to our boys, to our girls. Many of us walk around depressed and lonely right now. That's why God got me to talk about it with you. Because there have been times we heard I felt lonely without you. I couldn't take it anymore. Where is he? Take me there right now, Father. Yeah. The attraction really got me. I was like, oh, wow. 
and I can't do anything, not even before the foundation with that knowledge, wow. Just sit here and wait. Okay, God. Yeah. Just to hug you. I cannot hug you until I marry you. You must hear that. The only time you can literally like come close to touching me is putting a ring on my finger. That's it. I cannot hug you because I'm not to feel you until I marry you. I don't know what's in me, how to describe, but the demonstration that comes with, you know, action is, is me not letting go of you. I couldn't do it. I couldn't even go home after I hugged you. No. I'm not going anywhere to write. I will be outside. I don't care who's going to make me late. Up in the community, I'm not going anywhere. You look outside, oh my goodness, she's out there another day. Q, come on, you got to go home. I don't want that for me. And neither do my son want that from his mother. Or nobody else wants that for me. See, Dwight, I know more about home than here. And I receive you from home before I receive you here. Because it's on earth as it is at home. And we always, you know, hugging and loving on each other at home. We always with each other. And we do other things, but it doesn't look right when you see the white without Quenisha. You do have your space, and at times I'll let you just go out on trips and enjoy yourself days. But I'm gonna miss you. I'm gonna miss you. I was trying to look at you on on Facebook yesterday. I only saw it five seconds. I wanted to see more. I don't get to see, and that's okay. You know what's so amazing? There's a time coming when you're going to have to allow Virginia praise team know that God is calling you back at Suitland. They're going to really miss you. I know. I know. I know. I can feel the atmosphere now prophetically. They're going to miss you, especially the one that's kind of thick, the woman that always say, come on, Dwight. You always come in. I think she's going to really miss <laughs> And the short guy with the boy, he's going to miss you. And the tall guy be wearing the hats and the styles. I didn't know he's an alumni of my high school. We both went to Potomac. I didn't know to, because we have a, a high school fan page. And Yeah, and he's alumni. I was like, oh, he played football there? Okay. Yeah. But um, it's so amazing that um, he's going to miss you, too, because he's always he always look at you like, am I doing it right? And you, you key him like, yeah, you're doing good. 
Yeah, I deserve all of that. <laughs> yeah. They all gonna, it's a tall, light-skinned woman there, slim. She's going to, all of them going to miss you. Yeah, I know. They're going to miss you. But you guys will see each other, you know, when we come together corporately. You be what God want you to be. You haven't been there in a minute. I know. I know. To God be the glory in that, okay? But I know you. It's a time coming. You're going to be saying, you know, God's calling me back to see me. Yeah, I feel it. I prophesied that last two years ago. Mm -hmm. I feel it more closer now. Mm -hmm. Didn't I prophesy? God kept showing me rings. <laughs> what are these on my hand? Don't play. And then God showed me your ring. Yeah. You are my ring. God has given me his best. Wow. I am satisfied. I'm satisfied to write. I would love to hug you. No hugs. I mean, that little spinning wheel thing at church for the carnival. I said, I want to get in with the night moose shining. And they were my man. <laughs> I was playing, though. <laughs> yeah. I said, every time I see her, I say, she have no idea that I'm going to marry Dwight. <laughs> she have no idea. If she knew, she'd be like, <gasps> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's not for no one to know like that. Mm-mm. That's not what I do. No. Now, once God used you to come to me again, and it's out, you know, because we're together. That's something different. But until then, I have to go through that process of not being found, but for you coming back to me. You know, it's not like you're finding me again. You only have to find me once. But I have to go through that process of what it takes to be found, even though you found me, but you have to come back to me. Yeah. And once you do, there it goes. Yeah. But I can see Shannon now like, oh, my gosh, why didn't you say anything? No, I cannot say anything. But yeah. But that dad was like, get out there. Move, Shannon. My man. Move. You got them shorts on too? Move. I'm just playing. Okay. I'm ready to back it up on that right. That's my theme song for you. Back, back, back it up. Back it up on that man. Now, imagine me saying that in church. You know, what kind of songs did you sing, you know, unto the glory of God? Oh, I have one. What? Back, 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 eat up. <laughs> They're going to be laughing. But I wouldn't do that. No, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> back it up with that man. <laughs> you will only hear that. Yeah. Yeah. And sisters, too. You know, we sister, we could talk like that, but not the men. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. I thank God for everything.
I am so proud of you. I'm so glad to know that you're here to stay now. But, you know, I just think I'm not afraid anymore to be hurt because I won't be. Yeah. He used to be gone for so long. I'm like, darn, he been gone for like a year or so. That's too long. I was like, wow. And then another gentleman came, you know, started seeing stuff. And no, this gentleman came before you came. Yeah. And I thought that, you know, what he was saying was, you know, I was like, okay, when I hear, but he looked like he, it was convincing. I never forget. I told Sister in Christ, I said, this guy, um, I, I'm married this guy. Uh, no. And it wasn't. No. That was the enemy. Yeah. It's Dwight Martin. I'm so excited for you to come again. Yeah. God said you can make a design out of watermelon. Wow. You know. Wow. You are very, you know, crafty. God is saying to me, ooh, Christmas. Your designs for Christmas. Oh, my goodness. Dwight, that Christmas video. Whoa. Whoa. I cried like a baby because I wanted that. All those pictures, I wanted that. I wanted to be that young putting the ornament on the tree. I wanted to be sitting in front of a tree like that brother and sister with mommy and daddy. I wanted to be at the table with that family, you know, that entire family. They got grandma there, everybody eating turkey and everything. Everybody's having a good time. Yeah. I used to think that in junior high school, I'm going to have a large family so I can show my family how to be a family. I used to always say that. I'm going to have a lot of kids. And I was like... As I got older to understand what I was saying. Yeah. Yeah. You are amazing. I lift up everything you do. Lift up your feet, every joint, every tissue. Your head, your cells, your heart, every organ. Everything, your teeth, every bone, which is your teeth, and everything functional as it ought to, your hands, every limb, the way. Ooh, this is an angel right here in front of me. The angel know how much I love the white Martin. I miss you. I almost cry. I couldn't find a video to see you again on, you know, the recent because it helps me to see you. Yeah. Yeah. 
I can feel the people that know what's going on, those who knew about this for a long time on your end, like family from home, I can imagine how you, you know, have them to be like, you know, I'm so happy for him. And I'd be so glad when this is over because their preparation is, woo, yeah. You know what's so amazing, Dwight? God is showing me a restaurant. It's like a bar outside of your hometown. Who has a bar outside? You can eat there and you can eat at the bar. Who has a bar outside? Yeah, it's a beautiful bar. It's lights around, like the Christmas ones. Who has that? And there are white lights. Who who is that? Why do I see you? It's like a wine bar or something, you know, a station bar. I see a lot of wine glasses, a lot of red wine. I see. I see. Hmm. Ooh. Oh, my goodness. Got me to doze off that quick. Oh, my goodness. I just seen the angel. Oh, my goodness. Sweetheart, please stay right here. You're right there in the corner. Oh, like you're in my wall. Whoa. You're over here. One of you is over here. Thank you. For being here with me. Thank you, angel. <laughs> Because when we go, when we all go home, when Christ come, all the angels that was there with us, I want to hear what they have to say. Oh, goodness. Angels, the ones who went to the club with me. Hold on. Come here, y'all. Let me talk to y'all. Don't tell God that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Angels, the one that was in the car with me while I was drinking, you got me home safe. That would never happen again. Thank you. Thank you, angels. That's why I get, sweetheart, you want to know why I got rid of my car? Yes, God told me to. I was so quick to just, I towed my own car and and just handed it over to the towing company. It's over here in Clinton, Maryland. Was it Beach Road? I sure did. I just said, just give me my tags. Let me turn them in at DMV. Well, excuse me, MVA. Because I started out in D.C. And I transferred to Maryland. And sweetheart. I got my, I couldn't get my keys back. Once I signed it over, you know, I gave them my title and everything. I just took my tags and I just said, forget it. Yeah. I did not want that. That car was like, it got us around, but so many things happened in that car. Yeah. And so many things could have happened in that car. I just thank God. Ah. Yeah, that was my mom. Here she go. What's, what kind of music is that you got on? <laughs> I said, I'm just recording. She hit a jazz. I want to listen to jazz. I realized when we was walking yesterday, I was like, Mom, a lot of things you don't know about me. A lot of things she was she found out she didn't know. And I'm so glad, though. You understand? Because now she do. Yeah, now she do. 
I was very, very private. My my brother, oh, he's more private than I am. But when we come around, we come around. It's just that you would really, really see him be around, you know, a large crowd of people. Mm-mm. But me, I would. Oh, yeah, I'm a people person. But I don't go around just looking for people, no. I go around just thanking God for people, you know. Being used. Yeah. I don't know what I was saying to you, but, you know. Oh, yeah, my car. Thank you, Holy Ghost. So many things, sweetheart. I'm so glad I got rid of that car. Yeah. I asked my son, do you miss the car? No. I just thank God for everything. The angels that was with me. That was with me. And my son. Period. When my son got out of that elementary school, you know how many times I could have sued people, sweetheart? I'm not that type of person because I feel like it's not just affecting you. It's affecting innocent people, too. Your families. Now you have a job, and that's going to affect them. Now those who didn't have nothing to do with it, but they're still in the company, affect them. So I'm very considerate. You know, I could have had that entire school I could have sued the entire school board just because my five-year-old child at the time got out of a school right past the security guard who was guarding the doors, which probably wasn't at the door. So that means anybody could have came in. He made it out to school. They did not see him on a camera. He walked past the guidance counselor's office, the principal's office. And made it. He walked, what, two and a half miles at five. And the police found him when he was like probably six blocks away from my home. He told his teacher, I want my mommy. Go sit down. I want my mommy. Go sit down. So my son got his coat and his hat. It was doing a snowstorm at that. The snow came to his chest and he's walking. Because it was it was wet all the way to his chest. My mother said she she bought him a whole new outfit. She cried. I was more merciful than she was. She was like, no, mm-mm. You go here from our lawyer. Wait, wait, wait. Father, what do you want me to do? I always ask God, what do you want me to do, God? Have mercy. He always say that mercy. I was going down the escalator one time with my son. He was what? Nine. And the escalator. It cut off and it got my son's foot caught up in the steps. My son was screaming. His foot, his shoe, the tip of his shoe with his toes in it was stuck inside the step. You know how the steps, you know, the steps became flat. So his foot went in because the the steps, the escalator, it cut off. And they were like, hold on, help, help, help. Everybody was coming and help. And... The metro lady was like freaking out. I was like, father, you know, help my son. I was very calm. When a tragedy is so, you know, surreal like that, like so tragic, I have to stay calm. You panic, it could get worse. So what I did was I said, father, help me. I pulled my son foot out of the shoe. None of his toes were touched, but it was 
half of his foot inside of that metal rail. A running pose that actually cut off all his toes. And it didn't. And his shoe wasn't even scratched. And the people kept saying, sit him on the ground. Sit him on the ground. No, go to the hospital. You better get paid. And they all talking to me. I'm just following what they're saying. And then I said, I said, David, are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. Okay, he's fine. They said, no, get paid. No, he's fine. He's fine. It told her to be careful with that. She was so scared. So many times I could have sued, sued, sued. Falling in holes, piles on the ground out of nowhere. Oh my goodness. A lot of times. And I just thank God. Because of mercy and forgiveness, it paves the way. Yeah. I wouldn't mind going outside in the rain, but it's a little breezy, so that wouldn't be, yeah, if it was hot rain, it'd be something different. Just stand outside in the rain. Stand outside your restaurant. <laughs> I know it's not cute outside. I know it's not cute outside. Cute outside. <laughs> I would never do that. Mm-mm. Just, you know, wish for thank you. I'm in love with you, Dwight Martin. I'm getting sleepy, Dwight Martin. Mm. That's my theme song for you. Back, back, back it up. Back, back, back it up. I'm backing up on this man. You want, I'm like, you want to hear the song? Back, back. You got to see the dance. Back, back, back it up. Back it up on this man. Yeah. Mm-mm, don't say that. Don't say that because you are standing. Mm-mm. That's enough. Yeah. That's enough. Thank you, Holy Spirit. All right. Yeah. Mm. Jesus. You are in love with me. I'm in love with you. What time your restaurant closed? You go home and relax. Do I? I pray that everything is well at home with you. You play your games and watch TV. I've never been in an apartment by myself, only when my son is gone, because I've always been with him. I always had somebody to live with, my son. And before my son, it was his dad. Yeah. So, what I'm saying to you, how do you feel being there like that? I'll pray for that. Lord, I lift up Dwight right now that he continue to have exciting things to do. Enjoy valuing the time spent with you and doing exciting things on his end, you know, as an individual until you have me to come alongside with him, Father. I can feel it, sweetheart. You want me to come alongside with you now? You will marry me right now. You will marry me right now, right where you are. Wow, just to have me. You want me home with you. Holy Spirit is saying, you want me home with you. You want me there. 
You know what God showed me about you? Remember that time when I, back in the day when I went to Sister in Christ's house, I didn't know I was going there. I was like, I wonder if Dwight here. Remember that? If I would have stayed, just, you know, chill, you know, later on. Now, this wouldn't have happened. I'm just saying, if I was to spend a night on that couch, now I'm just letting you know, if I was, that wouldn't happen. I'm just saying. You would have just, you know, kept an eye on me from afar. Like, let me check up on Q and see how she's doing. Okay, she's asleep. And you know what? Knowing you, you would have probably just stood there and watched. Wow. I am so excited to have the same love for you and be released back to me how I love you. And you feel the same way. I am ready to marry you now. But I must be patient. I'm okay with that. I can at least express myself why I'm waiting. I'm going to be honest about my wait. I love to be with you right now. I try to find things to watch. Nothing is good enough than being with you, do I? I, mean, I don't know how many movies I can try to find. I find you in everything I do. <laughs> you are, you're not missing, but it's you that I want. I have everything else. I want you. I want you. I want to marry him now, God. I can express how I feel to my father, God. I want him now. I want him now, God. Can I have him now? Yes, God. I love him. I think about him all the time. Love you, sweetie. God show me a pumpkin. I want you to take me. If you remember where you went in New York, that skyscraper building, I want you to take me in there. I want to see that. Yeah, I would love to see that at night. Ooh. It's so beautiful in New York at night. A lot of places have a lot of. Every location on this planet has a beautiful landmark. I know you guys have plenty of landmarks in Bahamas. I know I see that station outside. It's like a restaurant, you know, like beautiful lights that you put on around a tree. But it's like a restaurant at night lights. And it's like a station outside. People eat there, you know, it's a bar. It's very nice. I see that. Someone owns that. Yeah, it may be you. Yeah. It's like time for now. I love you. Greater seas in us, things in the world. I'm not crying. No. Thank God for waiting. And you're worth the wait. I love you.